Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Love songs to midnight. That's what it feels like. Yeah, but it's actually SCNZ. And you're listening to Ben Francis here. It's the final hour of Extra Time for 2022. And I thought we'd love to catch up with uh, one of my favourite men. He's a part of the SCN family over in Aussie. He loves the Warriors. And I'm actually going to start off this interview with a Warriors question. But we've actually got him on to talk some American football. And that is uh, Gerard Cronin. Gerard, firstly, mate, I do not choose the music, okay? Oh, very good evening to you, mate. That was I thought that was a cracking choice. I'm okay, never I, dance I, I, again. I, I chose it then. I chose it. All me. All me. <laughs> it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could credit Niv for that one. But, mate, uh, great great to have you on. Uh, firstly, I'll put the question out as it's the last show for Extra Time in 2022. What's kind of on your sporting wish list for 2023? And being a, the Warriors man you are, I thought, what's on your sporting wish list for the Warriors next year? Oh, goodness gracious. There's some uh, some huge questions there. Um, I think uh, in terms of my 2023 wish list, kind of just hoping for a bit of progress and a bit of hope from the Warriors, to be honest. Uh, not really setting my goals too lofty. Uh, not not saying that we should uh, make the playoffs or anything like that. But uh, I think just um, just hopefully seeing the guys back home and and making a bit of progress will, will actually keep me happy and just, you know, just sort of, um, I, I guess, warm the hearts of the Warriors fans who have been struggling in recent times. Um, on top of that, um, 2023, obviously a big year with uh, the Rugby World Cup coming up, hoping the uh, the All Blacks can, uh, you know, can, can do well there. Um, but also... Um, in terms of what we're about to talk about shortly, I didn't realize this was the uh, the final um, the final show of, of the year as well, mate. That, that's a that's a big deal. You got me on, um, but I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the well, an unlikely playoff charge by my Atlanta Falcons in the NFL, as they've just uh, decided to bench their quarterback and bring in a rookie guy, and uh, I think he might be able to just uh, impress people and, and just pull a few surprises in the last four weeks of the of the regular season. Is there still a sniff of uh, playoffs in there? There is actually, yeah. the uh, The NFC South is an absolute. Well, I'm going to say it, it's a dumpster fire. Um, the uh, the top team at the moment are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they are not looking great. Um, nor is anyone in the NFC South. So everybody is uh, everybody's still within a shot, um, within a few games of each other there. So uh, it's all on for the last few weeks. Uh, some some pretty big results. Uh, just having to look through at some of these scores now. Some very close games, but also. Uh, some pretty big margins in there and we see like the Chiefs beat the Broncos, uh, Broncos, Russell Wilson. I don't think we really need to touch on that in terms of probably end up going down as one of the worst trades in history. But we'll, I guess start off with the Buccaneers because if I'm not mistaken, it was the stat that, uh, was it was it Brock Purdy was the first quarterback to beat Tom Brady in his debut? Yes, yeah, you're right. 
Uh, Tom had had a, a wonderful record against uh, rookie quarterbacks and enjoyed picking on them um, in his time. But I guess uh, every streak has to come to an end. And I suppose after 23 years, it's, it's fair that it does. Uh, interesting to note that Tom Brady has actually been playing the game, uh, playing in the NFL for um, for about as long as uh, Brock Purdy has been alive. So uh, I love the story about Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the 49ers. The Mr. Irrelevant, i.e. the final guy chosen in the draft. Uh, they had him on standby. Uh, he was about the third choice quarterback. And what do you know? Uh, his parents uh, decided to to book some tickets to go and watch a guy named uh, you know Tom Brady play against the 49ers. And lo and behold, uh, they ended up turning up to the game and their son was actually starting for the 49ers as well. And then he came out and just played lights out as well. So what a good day. They must have had such a celebration over there in San Fran. Oh, hopefully they don't have to, like, hopefully they can get a refund for those tickets or something. Surely. <laughs> Surely. You would hope so. <laughs> uh, just have a look at some of the other other games, though. Eagles still flying high with just that one loss this season. Uh, 48-22 over the, the division rivals, New York Giants. Yeah, expected probably a bit a bit of a better competition in this match. Um, both teams coming in had looked pretty good. The Giants had looked good throughout the year. Uh, the Eagles, of course, they've got the the best record in the entire NFL. So, winning is likely favourites. But to come out and absolutely just lay a shellacking down on the Giants there in New York, uh, that was a pretty big statement game. Not only did they clinch uh, the the first NFL team to clinch a playoff berth. Uh, but they've got a big psychological edge now over the Giants, and, and really a lot of their um, a lot of their foes in the NFC East. So, uh, great day to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Uh, I do get a lot of I get a lot of vibes from them uh, with Jalen Hurts leading the offense. I get a lot of uh, Cam Newton from 2015 kind of vibes when they went all the way to the Super Bowl. So, um, I, I think there's uh, yeah there's exciting times ahead for the Philly faithful. Uh, because, I mean, well, we know with the Philly fans, if it doesn't go well, they're going to boo them. So uh, so just as well, it is going well. <laughs> I've actually never said this on the radio, and I'm going to say this now because they're also uh, on a four-game win streak. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> yes. Oh, Stephen McIver will be rejoicing. Um, <laughs> it was it was a bit of a scratchy win. Uh, but having said that, uh, they... It's a banana skin game that they played today against the Texans. Texans really they had them they had them on toast, and if they could have made a couple of plays towards the end, as they were just held out on fourth down uh, when they were on attack with a lead of three points, um, you know they let the uh, the Cowboys in, and Cowboys went up the field and, and managed to get the uh, the score that they needed to get the results. So uh, yeah, banana skin game for them. I think the Cowboys would be happy that they got away with one shall we say, uh, the Texans, poor old, uh, the 1-11 one, one and 11 and 1 Texans. <laughs> they got all the ones in their record of 1-1, one, one, uh, lost 11 and drawn one. So uh, I think they're likely headed for the first pick next year in the draft. And point uh, one one five on the uh, percentage win rate as well. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all, poor old Texans. They do they do fight hard. I'll give them that. They, they've played a lot of games, played a few games that have gone pretty close. Uh, today's one would have been a good one, obviously, uh, being Texas, a uh, Texas Bowl as such, uh, that would have been good for them to get it. But um, you know, Cowboys fans pretty happy to get away and 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 fight another day. What's happened to the Rams? Oh yes, uh, not great. Uh, they sold the farm last year for some magic beans, and uh, this year the crops have failed. 
so uh yeah the, it's it's not great there in uh, in la at is, the it, moment. is it because of the cost of living crisis <laughs> possibly yeah they've, uh, they've brought in bacon mayfield now which is uh desperate stakes but um he obviously helped him get a uh, a very unlikely win on friday which i know uh uh ricardo ball will be very unhappy with because of the uh there's las vegas raiders they're just absolutely tanking it at the end uh but yeah it's it's tough times for the rams um they've they really did go all in last year with what they were you know putting in salary cap and and trading draft picks and bringing in matthew stafford and, and von miller and these guys uh which uh, it did work it got them home they got the the super bowl championship at home uh which is cool and they can never have that taken away uh albeit that this year few injuries have crept in and uh all is not going well uh over there on the uh the west coast for the rams so we're getting very close to that time of the season where we're starting to learn the teams that are out of contention there's already a few teams that are i think the eagles are actually the only team that's confirmed for that playoff spot but what teams are you really interested in seeing in this run home i tell you what i'm going to shock the world with this one Go on. the team i'm actually most enjoying at the moment I can't believe I'm about to say this. Is the Detroit Lions? Oh. They have, yeah, they've, they've, oh. they've gone great guns. They have, get this, they've won five games out of their last six matches. Now, this is a team that normally wins five games in about six seasons. So uh, I'm excited to see what they've been doing. They had a good win today against the Vikings. They were actually favored to win this game at home over the Vikings despite the Vikings coming in with a 10-2 and two record. So that just shows how well they've actually been playing in recent times. Uh, and they did manage to come out and pull a, a decent win over the Vikes. It was a good, um, a, well, it wasn't a shellacking, but it was it was comfortable for them to get home and, and get the win at home with a, you know, a lot of plays uh, from Jared Goff, the quarterback, who was, of course, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, and today he's just gone ahead and helped the Detroit Lions 34 to 23 winners over the Vikings. Uh, no, the Vikings won't enjoy that much, but uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what these guys can do. They're sitting now at, uh, I believe, six and seven. Um, so they're on the cusp. They're actually in playoff contention in the uh, NFC, which is another shocker. Um, I'm just excited to see. I've never really been a Detroit fan as such, but, you know, just you got to love the underdog and, and what they've been doing. Um, I got caught up in the hype of the the Hard Knocks documentary at the start of the year. So that kind of drew me in and, uh, you know, call me a, an old football romantic, but I'd love to see what the Lions can do. I Now, this is, this might shock you as well, but I have a D- Detroit Lions cap, which I don't wear because I don't wear caps, but I got it, I got it signed by our Reggie Bush when he was a member of the team. Oh my gosh, I'd forgotten Reggie Bush was actually a, a Lion. Wow, okay. He was, uh, he was in Sydney. Uh, it was in 2014. He was he went to State of Origin too, and that was the, the game where New South Wales broke their duck. And he was he made an appearance at Culture Kings, right? And yeah, yeah. so I, I happened to be over there, so I I deliberately <laughs> made sure I got to go because I could get something from an NFL player. I uh, got a nice photo of myself there as well with him. But of course, that was eight years ago, so I don't look anything like I do today. But yeah, that's that's my association with the, the Detroit Lions, even though I'm not a fan of them either. I just like saying I got a hat signed by Reggie Bush. Mate, you need to blow up that photo, put it on canvas and display it proudly in the SENZ studios. That's a that's a beauty. No, because because the thing is, the, the Lions are getting better. So you know you know what people are like. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I love the Detroit Lions, you know, <laughs> massive Lions fans. And they'll be like, oh, I would take that hat. So I, I can't take that risk, unfortunately. I know this, yes, considering what some of the people here are like. 
Fair enough. Tough times indeed. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just I was just thinking, yeah, you know, people just want to jump on that bandwagon. Like, yeah, look at my cool hat. And I was like, well, it's actually my hat. <laughs> but, uh, Signed by Reggie, the great yeah. man. <laughs> well, he's a great man. I, I think, was it when he was with the 49ers, he, had, he, he finished the season with, was it minus one rushing yards? <laughs> and they, well, and- I mean. And I think, not let the, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story here, though. <laughs> well, I, well, the thing is, I think the meme came out and said you literally had more rushing yards than Reggie Bush this year. Because, That's right, from sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, oh, one day I truly felt like an NFL professional. But uh, we touched on the, the Tampa a bit earlier. But I remember a few years ago, and this is going just still going back a few years ago. We had. Good old Max Kellerman, and he said Tom Brady's going to start falling off the cliff when he hits forty. Is he actually fall? Has he fallen off the cliff now? He's just he just got his prediction like five years too, like wrong. Well, look, um, you, you can't really write him off. To be honest, he just sort of he's he's been through a few lulls. Even when he first started playing with the Buccaneers a couple of years ago, they were looking a bit scratchy at the mid-season point, and then all of a sudden, hey presto. Uh, they figured a few things out and went on a great run and took out a Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're going to do that this year, but uh, I'm just saying we, we shouldn't really write him off completely. I do know from what I've seen online is that he's managed to, uh, uh, how do I say this? He's, he's managed to get himself a new Slovakian influencer uh, girlfriend. So, <laughs> um, so you know, there may be a little bit of distraction factor there. I don't know. He's had a few things going on with his personal life and whatnot. So uh, maybe not 100% you know, in the game as much as he should be. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't write him off just yet. I mean, it's, it's, uh, interesting in terms of what he's thinking about next in terms of possibly becoming a free agent or retiring or, or, or just carrying on where he is down in Florida there. So, um, yeah, we'll see with Tom. I've, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull stumps yet on, uh, on the old boy. Well, the NFC, NFC South, which the Buccaneers are leading at the moment with a six and seven record, it's looking a bit like the NFC did quite a few years ago where you'd get like a team that would get into the playoffs with some like appalling record uh because all the other teams in that, in that conference or division i should say uh not looking very flash but carolina and atlanta just that one win behind them so right on the heels mate it's all on for the uh the next few weeks i can tell you that much when you say about the the poor records going into the playoffs i remember the arizona cardinals team of about 2009 they made the playoffs with something like a seven and nine record, and they were called the worst playoff team ever. Blah blah blah, and they went within one catch of uh, of nearly winning the Super Bowl. So uh, it's just funny how how it turns out. Um, and teams, you know, once they get in there, it's a whole new ball game with the playoffs. But um, it's going to be exciting just for the the next four weeks to see who is going to be able to you know uh, take each other out and, and get there. That was the Steelers one, right? It was yes, yeah. Santonio Holmes at the uh, the. The final minute um, touchdown reception right in the corner and, um, yeah, broke the uh, oh, the poor old Cardinals' hearts, poor fellas. <laughs> Got one more for you. What is, what is your favourite Super Bowl from memory off the top of your head? Oh, favourite Super Bowl ever. Here we go. That's a good question. Thank you. Uh, I, I can tell you it's not the one where the Falcons uh, lost the 28-3 lead to the Patriots. We'll take that out of the <laughs> – that's, that's firmly out of the running. Um, I would say ooh, 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 probably – I feel as though the the Giants went over the Patriots in 2008 uh, when the Patriots went into the Super Bowl unbeaten all year. And, um, yeah, there was the the, the helmet catch. David Tyree caught the ball on the side of the – yeah, but just made, you know, absolutely no sense in terms of the – um, you know the physics of it, but um, I think that game itself. Uh, 
I don't know if it was maybe the setting that I was watching it in. It just seemed to really draw everyone in. It was such an intense sort of game. Uh, had ebbs and flows, and uh, and of course the uh, you know the the close finish right at the end where the Giants were able to steal it. And I just yeah, I, I really probably enjoyed that game um, overall. Uh, there's been some cracking games throughout, of course, but I think I'd rate that one uh, as probably my uh, maybe sentimental favorite. Well, I was actually going to say that that Patriots Falcons one for me, but that's because my prediction was <laughs> was pretty much on spot on. But I had uh, I had Julian Edelman. I, my pre, my prediction was Julian Edelman to score the game winning touchdown in overtime. That was my right. prediction heading in. Oh my so, God. Uh, wow, that was you were pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. That's that's a chapter of my life that I've um, I've been taking therapy for. So. Um... <laughs> Best we move on. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of moving on, hey, Gerard, Niv here. Uh, hope you like my music choice. Uh, oh, mate, you just came fantastic. in with such good energy when I called you on the phone. So uh, I had to play that number for you. But I do. Oh, I love it. I, I did just want to get your thoughts on something because I have been forced into reluctantly supporting the 49ers because I love and have loved Christian McCaffrey since his Panthers days. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to just wanted to get your thoughts on whether the 49ers are serious challenges this year or they'll choke. I have one question for you, first off. Yeah. Uh, so, so does that mean that when Christian McCaffrey got traded from the Panthers to the 49ers, that you got traded as a fan? Is that how that works? Yeah, I'm a bit weird, eh, when it comes to American <laughs> sports. Like, I, I, I kind of view it as a players' league rather than yeah, a team's sure. league when, when, when yeah. you live overseas. So I sort of follow players. Like, it's Giannis, and I love Giannis Antetokounmpo in the NBA. But, yeah, so I got traded as a fan. Um, I, reluctantly, I didn't enjoy it. I can't imagine how he would have felt. Probably did enjoy it, getting away from Carolina. So that's your guy. That's your guy. That's CMC, guy. The, the touchdown factory. I love it. Um, look, I actually think that at the moment, despite the fact they've got what, their third-string quarterback uh, playing, uh, I actually think the 49ers are probably the hottest team in the entire league. And that's uh, even saying, um, you know, it's, it's a big statement considering what the Eagles are doing. Uh, just watching how they are just really dominating on each side of the ball the defense is playing lights out D'Amico Ryan's the defensive coordinator has gotten doing some great things on that side of the ball and just shutting teams out uh, for two weeks in a row they've, they've pretty much bashed up the the Dolphins pretty well and th- this week they uh they almost sent Tom Brady into retirement so um they're playing very very well they've got a great scheme obviously they they like to run the ball probably a little bit worried about the injury to Debo Samuel today um he came up with a bit of an ankle injury I believe it is so that's a bit of a problem but I honestly think that they could be right in calculations they could be looking um you know right in at the pointy end of the season as we get towards you know deep into the playoffs and you know NFC championship games so I reckon the uh, the 49ers um they will be a scary team to play uh, especially as we get into the knockout division oh don't get my hopes up mate but uh <laughs> thanks for that <laughs> Gerard, Mate, no Gerard Cronin, uh, it's been a privilege and a pleasure having you on the show. We've had you on many times here on Extra Time uh, throughout 2022, and no doubt there'll be more again in 2023. If we don't talk again before Christmas, have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate, and you too, and uh, stay safe. Go the Warriors and go the Atlanta Falcons. Love you guys. Go the Warriors. I love that. <laughs> Uh, 19 minutes after eight here on SCNZ after the break we're going to go back to West Island we've got everyone we've been actually been in Australia but we're going back there one more time with Pete Fairburn after the break